Welcome to the Make It Ant Podcast. Our goal is to make disciples, be a safe space where truth meets love, and meet people where they are at so they can make a difference at their schools, with their friends, and with anyone they meet. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Make It Ant Podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay, and joining me here today, I have Maddie and Reggie. What do you guys do for ministry? Kind of introduce yourselves real quick before we get started. Ladies first, you can go. Um, (laughs) I like to boss people around, (laughs) manage the office. I like to preach and teach. Um, I like to get like really fancy Stanley water bottle tops. And I like to bully the pastor. What about you, Maddie? Well, I like to have no boundaries and work 24-7. And <laughs> I I like to go to sporting events. And I like to be really, really loud. But then, like... <laughs> I'm sorry. I guess where I'm from in Britain, we don't like loud. We drink our tea and crackers. Well, it's okay. okay. We're both British, so... <laughs> All right, let's get back on topic. Thanks, moderator, for helping us out. Oh, my gosh. Well, so if you couldn't tell, they were actually flipping who they were talking about and were just roasting each other as they introduced themselves. So, anyways, we are continuing our series about who Jesus was and how to be more like him. (laughs) So, clearly demonstrated. Yes, mocking. That was great. Awesome. (laughs) But we're diving into who he is, who he says he is, and just what the Bible says. So, today we're talking about a phrase that is kind of thrown around a lot in church and in with Christians and it is that Jesus is the way the truth and the life so first let's read the verse where we find this phrase and then we'll just dive more into what it says so in John 14 verse 6 it says Jesus answered I'm the way and the truth and the life no one comes to the father except through me in John 14 6 so firstly Reggie do you want to give I guess a little context of what this verse like where this verse is and what Jesus is even like talking about just as a high view of this chapter. Uh, the Jesus is talking about his impending leaving and the disciples have been going really attached to him. I mean, he is God in the flesh, so he's kind of perfect. So everything about his life is just vibing with them. They are really connected. However, he's not going to be there forever. He's not talking about when he's old and gray. He's talking about coming soon. I'm going to have to make the ultimate sacrifice. And they don't quite know what that is yet, but they are very much against the idea of this teacher who has given them purpose, passion, and identity. He's given their, their lives a meaning. And they're really starting to grasp, like, wow, we can do incredible things and be around this incredible person. But we need him. And he's starting to say, well, I'm leaving you. And you start to have this, like, fear and this, like, wait, what, what's really going on? And then he starts to lead off with, obviously, that passage. Um, even before that and then after that, he starts to give them what's going to have to happen in the direction their life is going to have to take. And that's why he references the way, the truth, and the life. Yeah. Okay, so diving into that phrase a little bit more, let's just kind of take one at a time those key words and talk about what they mean. So Jesus as the way, what does that mean? What do you think, Maddie, after you roast when I, the when man I, who works 24-7? When I think of, oh, God, whatever. It's true. But we love that you do it. When I think of the way, when he's saying he is the way, I think of like a path. 
and he's saying like i mean like when you go somewhere you're going <laughs> you just <laughs> reggie just taps sorry guys so the screen turned on he's saying i am the way as in like follow me he is the way to god he is the you can only get to the father through jesus and so when i think of the way he is him just follow him that's interesting (laughs) a way to process the way is like hey if you want to get to right now we live in Menifee, california and if you want to get to the ocean side Mm. you're going to take the 15 to the 76 west 76 west to the um pulling off and you're eventually going to go to one of the piers and just walk along the beach coast like and how you often get there you've never been there before is you use a gps and the gps is made up of people and information of explaining how they got there Um, now, if I were to say, like, Maddie, without a GPS, drive to New York. I know you know it's ease, but how the heck are you getting there? Right. And what you need is someone who's been there before. For us, there were humans who were flawed. There is no way we know how to get to the Father, how to get to heaven. Right. But Jesus has been there. Right. So when he's saying the way, he's like, yo, I have those yes. coordinates. I have those coordinates. Yeah. I have that information. If you follow me that way... I can get you there. GPS. But there's a Yeah, Jesus is the GPS. He is that, the that's, GPS. That's a good way to think about that, honestly. I really like that. Okay. Okay. So next, uh, the next word is truth. So Jesus being the truth. What does that mean at all? You want to take another shot at this, Maddie? Yeah, I can. When I, I think like truth, little T, big T, we say that so often in church. But when Jesus is the truth, he's not, he's saying everything he has said when he's talking to the disciples, when he's sharing the Sermon on the Mount. But the truth, it's the bigger picture of God's story, right? Like in John 1, it says, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Jesus is the Word. He is truth. And like for us, tangible truth right now is if you hold your Bible, that is truth. But he's saying everything I am and I will be is truth. It is like, what is the word I'm looking for? It's real. It is the only thing you can, the only thing you can rely on. It is fact. So, I mean, there's a lot of truth claims in the world, but a lot of them aren't, they're not true. Yeah. And like a series called Alpha really breaks it down really well. What the two truth claims that we as Christians prescribe to you. One is of truth, one of facts and knowledge, mm-hmm. things that you can use a scientific me- method to empirically observe. Like if you're not listening, our mm-hmm. host is a ginger, which means oh, her hair wow. is empirically. I mean, it's not as red as it used to be, oh. but it's like orangish and it has these different colors. You can observe that by observable facts. Um, and there's the other truth is one of relationship. Can you tangibly measure the love of a mother to a child? No. But you can see in many of their actions, the time spent, the sacrifices made, you can see that love. Even if you can't fully see it, you can feel it, its impact and its effects. So that is another form of truth. So when Jesus is referring to the truth, I believe he's the summation of both truths in harmony. He is the fact. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. As well as he's that relational he's like i'm not just some god in the sky looking down on you i'm on the earth i am with you i am in this you can have a relationship with me because i understand what it's like to be flesh and blood i understand what it's like to be human not only do you have a gps the way to get you to the father i understand the truth of what you're going through yeah that's good um, so last word, uh, it says Jesus is the life. How can Jesus be the life? 
Oh, so I'm going to take this one first. Uh, well, I believe if you read in Genesis, um, God breathed life into man. He created the heavens and the earth. I believe God is life. He is that very essence. So he is what created life. And in John 10, he goes, I come that they may have life and have it to the full. The thief only comes to kill and destroy. But he's the opposite of that. The life that he has is the life for now and for all eternity. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, in this world, you have this life. But it, it's not just like, a, oh, you're alive. You have a heart that beats. You have a pulse. It's like there is a, there's a purpose. Yeah, there's a hope. There is. Even yeah. a passage you and I both have a fondness for, Psalm 139. Like, before the days were fashioned for you, they were written. Like, before each one of us, God had a plan. We were, like, there was a design for us. And that life in this life, and in the life, the eternal life to come, that's what God creates for all of us. So the way, the truth, and life, I think, all form together. Yeah. I don't have anything on. That was actually really, that was really good. So, just like... I guess questioning like like from the other side sort of a pushback like Jesus the way the truth the life you can be alive and not know Jesus not follow Jesus you can know facts and truth and love like relationally and not need Jesus at all and you can like make your own way in the world have your own like be a good person by yourself like why is this needed at all why would jesus why would you need jesus to be the way the truth and the life i think like my mind immediately goes to yes you can have way a way some truth and a life here but it's here on earth and what Mm -hmm. jesus offers is a hope honestly for this life sometimes we don't talk about like restoration restoration is the idea that jesus takes something that's not good and he can use it for good and so jesus offers that that we ourselves sometimes it's really hard to make something that's really terrible seem good but beyond this life there is there's a hope there's a way a truth in the life that leads to eternity that leads to fully being reunited with the person that made us that's not something like we can do on our own like we we can't we can try but when we die we we're dead you know like there's nothing more we can do interesting question if you use the word do you need god to survive in this world no no you don't absolutely not but it's also like, do you need a house? No, you can be homeless. Yeah. Do you need to eat well? No, you can eat nasty. Do you need to take a shower? No, you can become grody. Do you like need to brush your teeth? No, you can lose them. I mean, the truth is you can you can survive yeah. this world and become miserable, but become a quote-unquote person who just gets by. Mm-hmm. I think life is more than just how do we exist? Has our heart just beat? I believe there's something so much more. And that's what God is about. And I believe in this world, this is just, there is, even if you're a Christian, even if you go all the way in, there's going to be some survival elements to this faith. But I also believe it's not just in this life, but that's where the life to come really plays a factor. Heaven is God's throne, his world, his perfection place. We don't enter that without him. Mm-hmm. So in this world, you can survive. But in the world to come, those who follow Christ, yeah. you will thrive. Even if you're a Christian here and you're not thriving now, I promise you everything and more awaits you. So the next question would be, how is this like relevant this week? Like, How could a student 
in school with their families anyone listening like how could this statement jesus being the way the truth and the life be relevant in their own life like this week what do they do with this i think i mean even like i'm thinking like well what i do with this this week like honestly any areas right now that come to mind we were like i wish this was better i wish i could be better do better i wish this relationship was better i was better in school sports whatever it is i think the idea that like sometimes christianity we see big picture like eternity in heaven but we don't see like this week god saying i am the way the truth and the life follow me today like open up your Bible today. Forgive your friend that hurt you today. You know, like work hard. Don't cheat in school today. You know, like there's a lot of like, yes, it is big picture. But also I think like Jesus is also in the small and it's a lot of like small character things that we can, the choices we make that are little are actually, they could be really, really big. Mm. It starts this week. I don't know. Yeah. I also think relevancy. Sometimes we're so concerned about how does this apply to me? How does oxygen apply to you? Right now our lungs can process air and we don't think about it. It just happens so we can take it for granted. But whether this is morbid or not, eventually your lungs will not process air anymore. Eventually you won't be able to breathe anymore. Eventually we will die. There's a clock that's already started on every single person that is alive. The countdown, we have no idea when we die. We all do die. We all do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is just an act of life. Um, a lot of us have experienced death around us. So the question has got to be not whether or not this is relevant or not, because the truth is it's relevant to every single human. Life is going to come to an end. So what are you doing about it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, with that, any last thoughts, things to add? I'm in a good mood. Hope it didn't sound too scary. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you who don't know, we do a special promo where this code word will be randomly dropped in this episode. And if you are the first person to DM us on our Instagram, which is linked down below, then you will get a $5 Starbucks gift card if you DM us this code word. Reggie? This isn't much as a code word, but a video. I want you to get a cup of tea and I want you to pour it out. Oh, pour out a cup of tea on video. And, and say, down it. with the monarchy. Down with the monarchy. <laughs> That's commitment. Send it to our Instagram page, DM us, and you'll get a $5 Starbucks gift card if you are the first one to do so. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thanks so much for listening. If you have any questions, get in contact with us. Check out the links below for our social media pages. DM us, message us, tag us in things, and we'll see you guys next time.